So the big question is this, how do young men like us, who didn't listen to society, who are on our own, how do we grow and improve ourselves so that we can live a better tomorrow? That is a question, and this show will give you the answers. My name is James Radzinski, and welcome to The Ascend Momentum Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back, everyone. Today is Monday. The, my second week of school, but also the first day of us starting this new kayaking unit. So we have to get we get to go in the pool and kayak, basically, during gym class. It's really fun. But today, like I said, today was the first day of it. And... It's a co-ed class. And the way my school is structured, everyone goes in the field house and they kind of just hang out in the field house during gym. And the boys' locker rooms are in the field house. So the boys' locker room are on one side of the field house and then the pool that we swim in is on the other side of the field house. So I have to walk all the way across the field house, shirtless and barefoot, every single day, twice a day. Once to go to the pool and once to go back to the locker room. So, I mean, I'm I'm saying this as humbly as possible. I am. I've been lifting for two years, so I am a little jacked, <laughs> but. I I noticed that oh and I'm also tan. I'm really tan right now and I have a six pack. Like my abs are cut out very they're cut out pretty well. And they're very defined. So all of that stuff combined. That's just context. And I noticed today that people treat you differently. They definitely treat you differently when if you don't have a shirt on, if you're jacked and tan. Because today, the okay, so the first second I walked out of the locker room when I was, I was shirtless and barefoot, and that was my whole class had to do it, but I went first. I was like individual because none of my other classmates were done changing. So I went first all the way across and the first person I saw literally just stared at my abs. And then I kept walking because I didn't know that person. And then I went out of the locker room. And then one dude was super happy to see me, which he normally is pretty happy to see me. But there was just a different vibe. And then that was my friend. And then I saw one of the teachers that, I used to used to be my flag football coach and he usually is pretty nice to me but today was like extra extra nice. And then he he was like walking me all the way across the field house and then he kind of drifted off cuz he had to be somewhere. And then I saw this one teacher she was one of the gym teachers and she I'd never talked to her before but she was like good morning she was like very thrilled and excited 
which I'd seen her before and she'd never said that to me before. Said I'd never even seen, I don't even know. It doesn't matter, but people definitely treat you differently. And honestly, I wasn't expecting it. And I'm not sure how to think about it. I'm not sure how I think about it, how I feel about it. Because this is the first time that I've ever really been in a public area with friends, like a lot of people, shirtless. I've been in public shirtless, but this is the first time I've been shirtless. Well, actually last year I was shirtless too, but it's not the same because I'm more jacked now and I'm more tan. And it's just... I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about it. I kind of like it, but it also kind of makes me, I don't know. I'll figure it out. It'll, I might, I might try and abuse it. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying things at this point, but that's something that is pretty exciting. People are very friendly. I'll let you guys know how it goes again tomorrow. But I want to talk about something. And this is something that I wrote in my journal last night. And then my friend also turned, it turns out he wrote it in his journal last night as well. It's that we're not taking action in our business. Yeah, we're podcasting, whatever. It's not the big movers. We're just studying and we're learning a lot. And then he said, that's, he walked up to me at the gym today. He was, he said, we know too much. And that's the problem. We know so much, but we don't, we don't understand anything. And then after we talked about how we're not taking action and how we're slacking, I went, it was, today's a sunny day very sunny summer day and I went to the sun deck where people tan on the top of my gym and I just sat there and contemplated in thought for maybe 10 20 minutes about that because I brought it to my attention last night but I obviously forgot about it because I didn't remember it until he brought it to my attention today And it's definitely true. I'm not doing enough or I'm not even doing anything. The only thing I'm doing is podcasting. And to be honest, that's, it's good, but it's not really, it's not, it's not going to make me money unless I do something with it. And we're in the business to make a lot of money, not, not to not make a lot of money, if that makes sense. And then when I was in the shower, showering, I was thinking he's taking He's going to start taking action soon. So if I don't take action soon, I'm going to be left in the dust and he's going to surpass me so far because I was making a lot of connections. We have been studying transurfing for, I've been studying it for like five months. 
He's been studying it for maybe three or four or two. I don't know. I wasn't even studying it all five months. I bought Transurfing five months. Excuse me. Let me get some water. He, I bought Transurfing five months ago, and he probably bought it two or three months ago. But what I'm trying to say is that we're we've just been studying we we we've been take we've been implementing some of the principles, but we haven't really been taking the big action. And I remembered he reminded me that we did not know much; we just knew a, bu a bunch. But once we took action and did the cold approach to girls, that's when we really started to understand things. And that's when we started to change because we took action. And then once he said that, I remembered a quote that I always repeat. And it's, when you hear something, you forget it. When you see something, you remember it. When you do something, you understand it. So us doing cold approach really helped us understand transurfing and we know and we remember a lot about business, but we don't really understand business and it's not until we actually take action. So that's where I'm at right now. He knows what he needs to do to take action, but I don't, I have no idea what I need to do. I don't even know where to begin which is crazy because a couple of months, like one month ago, I had so many ideas. It was, but now I realize that I just need to take, let me just, let me rewind for a second. When I first got into business, I bought a mini journal, a mini notebook that could fit in my pocket. And when I was trying to figure out my business idea, I knew that I needed to give it some serious thought so I bought that journal and I just went, I took it and went on a very long walk, probably one or two hours shirtless and barefoot around my park, all the way to the park and around it. And I would just sit at the bench and contemplate and write a bunch of stuff down. So that's kind of the stage where I'm at right now. What do I need to do moving forward? What's, what's the big What's the cold approach that I need to do relating to business? What is the piece of action that I need to take that is on the same level of cold approach relating to business? And cold approach is, if you don't understand what that means, it's when you walk up to a random girl and start a conversation and ask for their number, or even just start a conversation. It doesn't even matter if you ask for the number. And that's, I've done it two times so far on, I've done it probably 10 times so far, but on two different days. So basically only two times. And I kind of remember, I remember my f framework for expanding your comfort zone that I was talking about a lot, a, like a week ago or two weeks ago. And it's, 
you have to do something uncomfortable five times until it becomes comfortable or until it enters your comfort zone on five separate days. So you can't just do it five times in one day, back to back. You have to do it once a day for five days. So I'm on day two for the cold approach. So essentially I need to spend three more days and I'm probably only going to do that on the weekends. Depending on if we have time or not. But I need to figure out what is that cold approach for business. What is the business cold approach that I need to do? And that's what I'm going to, I'm going to sit in a, I'm going to contemplate a lot tomorrow and tonight during my meditations. Tomorrow I'm probably going to skip my morning study session and maybe go on a walk, maybe just, I don't know, I'll figure it out. But today was honestly, today's a very good day because I was suspicious that people treat you different when you're shirtless and my suspicions were confirmed because I started to be suspicious after that experience at the pool or at school this morning. And then on the way home from the gym, I was riding my bike with Franklin, my friend, and I decided to, we, or he had his shirt off. So he said, take your shirt off. So we did it. And so I biked home shirtless and every single person was like very friendly and said hi. And I think it's definitely true. So over the next couple of days, I'm going to try and figure out what it is that I need to do to take action. Just try and figure it out. I have maybe 26 days until my birthday. And that's what I've been telling myself over the past two months that I'm not going to accept payments until my birthday. Why not? That's just an obstacle and I can go around it. It's just... I don't know. I have to sit in a lot of thought about this. But I'm really excited for the future because lately I've been really focusing on I actually had one second okay I am awake lately I've been really focusing on staying awake and staying present because that is the whole you can't do transurfing unless you're awake and the more awake you are the more effectively you'll be able to take hold of your own destiny and move forward. So I was trying to figure out ways to stay awake longer and just 
pra- techniques, practices to practice. But nothing really came up. I think that meditation is just the best way. And I've been meditating. I think that I've hit a stump where I'm meditating, but I've kind of plateaued because I'm not pushing myself while I'm meditating. I'm kind of just getting through it half-heartedly. And I'm not really pushing myself to stay vigilant the whole time. I kind of am just sleeping through the meditation, if you will. And I think that I definitely, I know that that's anti, or that's not effective. I know that is definitely not helping me at all, and it's hurting me probably more. So I have to make it a point moving forward to... I have to re I think that I have to realign, reframe, reshift my thoughts and opinions about meditation because currently my I'm thinking that meditation is kind of just an easy exercise and you just do it and then it's based off completion and you kind of can just sleep through it and you get benefit, but I I'm I need to change shift that mindset to it's kind of like working out if you if you just go to the gym and sit around and lift 10 pound weights and barely do any reps you're not gonna get any benefit off that and that's kind of what i'm doing with meditation so i have to treat meditation as my one of my exercises because i'm just treating it as basically sleeping i'm just falling asleep and I'm getting distracted a lot. And it's not helping my brain. Because now that I'm saying that, now I'm saying that, it's kind of giving me the notion that meditation is basically to train your brain to stay more vigilant and stay more alert. And if you're just sleeping through that training session, well, then you're, you're going to get sleeper results. So that's... That's probably what the title of this, I want to go in depth about that because I just kind of discovered this meditation is a, is a exercise. Meditation is a training session. Meditation is a training session, not a sleeping session. So let's talk about that. Lately, I've been meditating and I've been laying down and kind of flexing, doing just random things. And last night, I actually even stopped meditating in the middle of it and went to go read a book. That is how bad it's gotten. Would you stop working out? Would you stop lifting weights and then just start reading a book halfway through? Actually, a lot of people do that with their phone, but let's not get into that. So that's it's kind of like, that's just not helping me. But what I learned last night, I actually learned some stuff out of the book that I read. There's this book called Are You Dreaming that I picked up a long time ago and I read halfway through because I wanted to I wanted to learn how to lucid dream. 
But obviously, since I only read half of it, I kind of gave up on that and moved on. But I, I remember, I know that the next thing is lucid dreaming for transurfing, and that's how you are able to understand outer intention, and plus the techniques that you use to become a lucid dreamer is just all mindfulness, and that's all that's transurfing, staying mindful and staying present. So it kind of goes hand in hand, but what I'm saying is that what I'm saying is that when I read that book about Are You Dreaming, I I read the table of contents and looked for something new and unique that would inspire me. And towards the end, it was talking about my. It was like meditations and lucid dreaming or something like that or mindfulness and lucid dreaming so i read that whole pair that whole chapter last night and it talked about there was this concept that it brought up called the monkey brain and it's from buddhism and it's basically the monkey brain is kind of what most people's brains are like 99 percent of the population's brains 99% of people are controlled by their monkey brain. And that's basically just us. That's not us, but it's it's just the brain that we listen to. Every single time you try and clear your mind and then you lose focus, you fall asleep. That's the monkey brain. And I remember hearing about that concept in a podcast a long time ago. And I think that I remember there are three types of brain, three types of kind of modes in your brain, the monkey brain, and then two other modes. I forgot what they are, but the monkey brain is basically what prevents you from living your life. And what it said that back in the day, the reason why we have monkey brains is because of ancient times we needed to survive and someone who was asleep all day and kind of just went off instinct and the reason why the monkey brain is is because it it dulls all of your senses so you can't you don't notice your breathing right now now you do but you don't notice your feet your toes your shoes touching your toes you don't notice the gravity pulling down your on your butt in your chair or in your feet you don't notice the coldness on your back or the warmth in your hands all the all these senses we don't notice we're just tuned out and that happened during ancient ancient times when we just needed to, when we just needed to survive it's someone who isn't paying attention to any of their senses and is just focused on one thing at a time that person is more likely to sur- survive than someone else who is just in awe of all of the senses and all of the feelings that they're experiencing at that moment all at the same time so that's pretty much why the monkey brain is but now that we've built 
a world around us and we don't have to worry about survival. We don't like survival is not on our minds anymore. It's, it's simply just a fact that we're going to survive there. We're not going to get eaten by a, a lion or we're not going to get, we're not going to starve to death. I'm talking about modern, I'm talking about just the average person. And so since we don't have to, since we don't have to worry about survival as much as we did back in the day, we ha- we get to worry about other things. And that's the issue. We switch our focus to the next thing to worry about. And it's usually just made up by our minds. It's just a problem that's made up by our, by our minds that is not actually a real problem. It's just our mind created it pretty much. And that's the monkey brain. But now, since we don't have to worry about survival, we can we can wake up. We can actually be present in the now, in the moment, and we can feel all of our senses. But it's a lifelong journey to get to that point sometimes. It'll take years of training, years of practice. And I'm just beginning. A couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, is when I decided to be conscious and be awake. And I'm still asleep more than half of the day. So I know now that it's it's a journey, it's a process. And as of my knowledge now, the only way to reduce your monkey brain and stay awake and vigilant most of the day is simply through just pure dedication and pushing through just pure bulldoze through and just keep at it i'm not sure if there's any practice or anything but now that i brought now that it was brought to my attention the meditation is an exercise and not and not a sleep sleep Meditation is an exercise and not not sleep time. I think that that will help a lot with clearing the mind and staying more present, staying more awake. And what I did when I first started meditating is I did quantity over quality, but I'm, I think that it's quality over quantity now. I think that if you do 30 minutes of meditation, but you're asleep for over half of it, then that's worse than five minutes of meditation when you are awake the entire time. And that kind of, I kind of just connected a dot where when I first started meditating maybe a year ago, I would do it during it was either a year or two ago one or two years ago I would do it after the gym I would be at the gym and I would meditate in the yoga studio after I was done stretching and I would do it for five to ten minutes in the beginning it was like one minute and then I was just doing it for five to ten minutes it was different every day sometimes it was two minutes but I remember that I would just focus the whole time. And there was one time where I checked to see 
I wanted to get a milestone or I wanted to quantify how focused I was and how clear my mind was. So I set a timer for three minutes on my phone and I just started meditating and I counted every single time my mind dozed off and wandered off. And it was only three times. So that was after a long time of meditating pretty consistently. And then I kind of stopped meditating a little bit after that. And then it wasn't until recently, maybe a month ago or two months ago during summer, when I started meditating again, consistently this time at my house. But instead of doing the quality of low time, I decided that it would be better if I did 70 minutes a day. So I did 30, I did 30 minutes plus 10 minutes of breath work, which is kind of like meditation also in the morning. And then I did 30 minutes of meditation at the night, at nighttime. But now I don't think I definitely did get a lot of benefit, but I, I think that I'm plateauing right now and I'm not really getting much benefit anymore. So I think that it's quality over quantity. So I don't know what I'm going to do exactly moving forward. I don't know if I'm going to cut down my meditation and then just focus or if I'm just going to make sure that I focus on this longer meditation. I don't know. I'll have to see. But I want to talk, I want to shift gears again and I want to talk about the neck exercise so my friend Alex, who is 30 years old and he's a bodybuilder, he told us about some exercises that he wished he knew about when he was 18. And one of the exercises was this neck exercise that he told us about. And he said that Mike Tyson does it. And I know of Mike Tyson. I don't really know. I didn't even, I just heard the name. That's all I knew about him. Just his name. And but I, kn- I knew that he was a popular person, a famous person, so he's definitely the real deal. So he said Mike Tyson does it, so I ended up doing it, even though I don't even know who Mike Tyson is. And then later on, he showed me a video of Mike Tyson doing that exercise, and it's basically like a neck bridge, like a neck push-up, where you lay on your back, and you bend your knees, bend your legs, to where they're kind of up, like your legs are up, bent, not just laying flat, they're bent up, like your feet are facing on the ground, like they are when you're standing. And you just push down onto the ground with your neck and do like a bridge. You basically lift your body up with your neck. And in the beginning, I wasn't even able to do it with my neck at all. I had to use my my hands for support and I wasn't even able to, to do a rep, but now, so I had to do static holds in the beginning, but now I can do 12 reps and it's been maybe a week of doing it, maybe a week and a couple days. It's been less than 10 days of doing it. And I 
I'm already seeing some gains in my neck. My neck feels firmer when I touch it with my hands, but it also looks a little thicker. And so I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to the future because your neck is very important. You don't want to have a weak neck for functionality and looks. Now, let me tell you another reason why I am focusing so much on the neck. So there was this, in my class last year, towards the end of the year, this senior was shopping on Facebook or Instagram for her roommate, for a potential roommate for college. And her friend, who was a junior, was helping And at that time, I was a junior. And so I was just sitting there listening to that conversation, minding my own business. And the junior was saying, they were scrolling through, like pass, pass, pass. And then she said, oh, this guy's got a thick neck. That's so hot. And then I like started laughing. And then she said, just a word of advice guys with thick guys with strong buff necks are hot and so i just started i just laughed it off and then after that she's a girl so i took her advice because she's speaking for the ladies and so if the ladies think that if the ladies like a strong buff neck well then that's what i gotta get right that was my thought process. So I immediately added shrugs into my workout. And yeah, my traps got built. But that was just when I was doing the shrug exercise. I didn't really see much gains on on the neck. So then I was just like, okay, I just focus on the shrugs. And then eventually, a week ago... We were talking to Alex, and he told us about the neck exercise. So when he said there was a neck exercise, I was excited. So I just started doing it, and I'm definitely getting benefits. And I've been doing it every single day since, one or two times a day, in the morning and at night time, sometimes at night. Every day in the morning, guaranteed, though. So that's one thing that I'm really looking forward to. Because my neck just feels, it just feels tougher, feels stronger. I look bigger now. Even though I've only, I've barely gained any gains. Because it's only been a week. But next month, gains. Two months, gains. It's just going to get better and better from there. So I want to talk to you guys about Funnel Hacking Live. Yesterday, it was resolved and... I'm definitely going to Funnel Hacking Live now. And the funds are coming to me. So I'm definitely going to have enough money to do it. And so far the plan is to buy like a very cheap plane ticket for 90 bucks each. And just have like a carry-on bag and that's it. Which will probably be a little bit more expensive with with a carry-on bag. And then we're going to go there on the 26th. And then we're going to stay at the hotel across the street. It's a 15-minute walk from the 
place, the World Center, the Marriott World Center in Orlando. And so we're going to go out to the hotel across the street. It's $90 a night instead of $350 a night at the World Center. And we're going to stay there. And every day we're just going to walk to the conference. And that's just going to be what we're going to do. And then in the beginning, on the first day, we'll probably walk 45 minutes to the nearest grocery store, Publix, and buy some food. And I'm really excited because I want to walk barefoot and shirtless in the Florida sun. It'll be in September, so it won't be as hot, but it'll still be hot and sunny. I suspect. So I'm really excited. And then we're going to fly home on the 30th or the 1st. So there's this thing that I've been trying to do for the past maybe four weeks, maybe a month. I don't know. Since over the past summer, I've been working on my feet. So I've been going barefoot a lot and spreading out my toes. But there's this also one more thing that I was working on, and it's trying to get, be able to point with my feet. So hold your hands out just flat on the table and then point like bend all of your fingers except for your index finger you're able to do that right you're able to point now i want to be able to do that with my feet with my toes so i was working on trying to be able to bend each of my toes individually and I've, I'm maybe four or five weeks in, and I am only able to have my one toe flat at a time if I push all the other toes on the ground. So I can do the, I can point, but I have to hold all of my toes to the ground. But it's still cool. I'm not able to do it without holding the toes to the ground, but I'm able to do it without my hands, so that's cool. That's just a side note. So back to the business thing. In my class business incubator, we were, my teacher asked, is anyone doing anything has anyone done anything already entrepreneurial? And so I raised my hand, thinking that he was just taking a, a poll, taking a survey. But then he he said, "Well, tell me about it." So I didn't I didn't expect that. So I kind of just said, "Building funnels for people." I I was caught off guard. But then the next the, there was another girl that raised her hand, and he asked her about it as well. And she started a t-shirt line and the website is up and running, but she hasn't made any sales yet. So she is probably my dream customer and I'm definitely going to talk to her because she's also, she's in two of my classes, my business incubator class 
and my humanities class. And I actually sit right next to her in humanities. So I'm definitely going to talk to her tomorrow about that and try and try and work with her and figure out how to get that t-shirt selling. I'm actually, I just, I'm really excited to talk to her about that because I think that, that I could help her a lot. I'm, I definitely know that I can help her a lot because I'll build her a movement and help her build a funnel that will sell. So coming up in two weeks, probably nine days, eight days. I'm going out of town for like four days. So I'm going to have to pre-record four more episodes. So I'm going to have to be nine episodes ahead so they can all be posted while I'm gone. Because I like to keep the five episode cushion, even though I never use it. And this could be a good use of it. But I still want to pre-record some more episodes. So next weekend, I'm probably going to have to do double episodes and over the next multiple days I'll probably end up doing double episodes because I'll be going to Ohio to visit my family and it's going to be like the whole weekend it'll be Friday Saturday Sunday Monday we leave on Friday get back on Monday so I'll be able to I won't be able to record Friday, Saturday or Sunday, so that's 3 days, but I will be able to record on Monday. So that's that's the situation. And that is next week or not next weekend, in two weekends. So I want to tell you guys about this one thing that my abs my top two abs poke out further than my chest does, which from the side, it looks really weird, in my opinion. Other people don't think it looks weird. They think it looks fine. But I think it looks weird, and I don't like it. From the front, it looks fine. But from the side, it just looks weird. And so I was trying to do a, trying to fix it. And some of the things that I've done is this breath work you breathe through a straw breathe in through the straw through your mouth in a small the whole point is to have a precision breath so you have you put the straw at the tip of your lips and you wrap your lips around the straw to get a precise breath and then you breathe in and then hold it for the same amount of time you breathe in so like four or five seconds and then you exhale for the same amount of time, four or five seconds. And then you hold it, hold that the bottom of the exhale for four or five seconds. So you're kind of making a square. You're breathing in for five seconds, holding that for five seconds, breathing out for five, exhaling, I should say, for five seconds, and then holding that for five seconds. And... And then what I added is on the, after the exhale, the five second exhale, and then on that breathe, uh, that holding in part at the bottom of the exhale, so you have no oxygen, 
and you're just holding it, you, I do the vacuum. So it's basically where you suck in your stomach and kind of just make a big hole in your stomach through sucking it in. And so I added that to my routine and that definitely helped a lot. I think it's also helping make my abs more defined because one month ago, yeah, I had, I had visible abs, but now my abs just look so much better and so much more appealing. Even though my abs did look good a month ago, they just look way better. It's actually so crazy. And it's simply just from that breathing exercise and probably the vacuuming also. And then there's also another thing, but I wanna give you a story real quick. So I'm pretty sure my theory of how I dis how I pushed my abs out essentially because my abs are out are sticking out further in my chest. My theory of how that happened is I would always lay in chairs, like lean back in chairs. And that chair would just push jam into my back. And that's just how I sat all throughout elementary school and middle school. Eight hours a day, every day. And so my theory is that over time, it just pushed it in. And it's actually like you can see if you see from the side, when I do a vacuum, you can see that my rib cage is poked out. So I, I'm pretty sure that it's not just my abs. I'm pretty sure I pushed my rib cage in through all that time. And then the rib cage pushed my abs out. So my theory is that if I just push in the opposite direction, it will just reverse. And so that's what I've been doing by just laying flat on my stomach. And then that what that does is it basically pushes on the opposite direction and tries to flatten my abs. And I think that helps as well. I only do it for maybe less than five minutes a day. I don't really time it. I just do it. I set a timer for 10 minutes and then do my breath work. And then maybe halfway through, I stop the breath work and lay on my stomach and still do the breath work. I still try and do it just with not with the straw because it's, since you're laying on your stomach, it's actually difficult to breathe through your stomach because you're basically your whole body weight is pushing against the stomach. So you have to, it's, it's just like your stomach is pushing your whole body up. And I'm, I think that helps a lot with your core strength as well. It's a lot of resistance. Let me get some water. So things are, right now, for the past couple of weeks, I haven't really taken any action in business. And that's what I was hinting on earlier today, earlier in this podcast. And if I keep moving forward like this, well, I'm going to be in exactly the same situation that I am right now in the next in a month, in two months, I'll be in the same exact situation. 
But if I actually wake up and take conscious action and start to walk forward and actually work towards my goals, then it'll be different and I will actually be closer to my goals and actually start to make some money. But that's also another thing. Money cannot be the goal. Your goal cannot be money. Because then it's just money is elusive. This is a simple concept that I learned first in the Millionaire Fastlane where you can't try and chase money. It's kind of like if you tried to chase a cat. If you just chase the cat around, it'll keep running away from you. But if you lure it to you by giving it what it wants, which is food, then it will come towards you. So money is kind of like that as well. If you just try and chase it around, it'll always it'll be elusive and it'll always run away from you and you will never get it. But if you give it what it wants and you provide value to people, then money will come to you in abundance. And that's a basic business principle. Don't chase money. But it's also a transurfing thing that I have learned. And it's money cannot be the goal. Because if you focus on money, you're, you don't actually want money. You want what money can get. So you don't want a thousand. Like if you just had a million dollars right now, okay, it is only valuable because of what it can do of what you can trans what you can trade for it if no one else if ever if you were the only person left in the world and you had a billion dollars well that's worthless would you so you could have a billion dollars or you could have a billion dollars worth of goods which you could have all of the food that you ever need you could have private island and you'll be the last one on earth would you rather have a billion dollars or a private island with all the food you could ever need well i would choose the latter and that's simply because we don't care about the money we just care about what it can get money only matters because we can trade it for what we want and that's what a lot of people that's what a lot of people do including myself they think that they they don't really know what they want but they know that money can get it so they just skip the step of think figuring out what they want and go straight for the money because the money can help them achieve anything and let's say they do get the money they don't even know what to do with it and so they just keep working and try to find more and more money but if you figure out what you want then you'll know what you want and that's what i did but then i still and then i was thinking oh but money will help me get it so i'm going to focus on money but that's still the same thing as the first person that didn't even focus on what they wanted so then the third option is to know what you want and then just focus on moving towards that object that you want and money will just be a byproduct of that ha- comes towards you It'll just be an attribute to you creating the path towards your goal. So it'll just come to you 
on the way to your goal, on the way to while you're on your journey towards that goal. And I actually experienced that a little bit last night. I don't really want to touch too much on it, but there was a savings account that I wasn't going to have access to for a long time, but I've been putting money into it all my life. And last night, because I was moving towards my goal and not focus on the money, I just suddenly got access to that savings account. So that's huge. And that kind of represents what I'm trying to say. Not directly, but I think moments like that will happen as well. But I also, one of my goals is to make a successful business. And yeah, I want the money that it will make. But I also just want to make a successful business. And I know I can do that because I know a lot about business, but I also have this very essential trait, which is an insatiable insatiable desire to learn more, insatiable need to learn more. I don't even know what insatiable means, but I, I think I read that in one of my business books and... It basically said develop an uh, insatiable need to learn more. And then I wrote down in the note, I wrote down a note, develop this. And that was maybe, that was a while ago. And I kind of already had it developed because I'd been reading books a lot, but I didn't really have it developed for business. And so I developed it and now I want to learn everything there is to do with business. Even though I'm not even focusing on business right now, I'm focusing on transurfing. So it's kind of not direct. I don't know. So I want to keep talking about how meditation is an exercise and not sleep time. It's not something to just get through. Meditation is an exercise. Those words have a lot of value, have a lot of meaning. If you let them, if you let them. So I'm not sure if I should do, if I should cut down. I might research a little bit after. I might try and figure out what the Buddhists, what the monks, what all these, what all of these possible mentors and people who already, okay, actually switching notes. There's this book that Russell Brunson wrote. It's an ebook called The Marketing Secrets Black Book. And I emailed the PDF to myself, my school email, because it was blocked on my school Chromebook. The funnel to get it was blocked on the school Chromebook. The website was blocked. So I just emailed it. I emailed the link to the ebook to myself. And so I could be able to read it during class which I suspect is fine because I already gave him two of my emails and I read all of his newsletters and marketing stuff. So I don't think he'll mind, but what I'm, the whole reason I'm saying this is because today I read a part of one of the chapters and they're all standalone chapters. So you can just read one and then think about it. 
And it was about, I don't remember what the chapter was called, but it's basically, he told a story about how when he started wrestling, he was terrible. And by the way, for context, he went on to become an All-American, which means that he is basically the best wrestler in the country, essentially. That's what it meant. And in the beginning, he sucked. And that he said that. He was very bad. So he decided to find someone to be his mentor. So he chose this one person. And he decided to do everything they did. So he went on runs, but he noticed that he cut corners. He kind of slowed down on his runs, kind of slacked off a little bit. And so Russell just assumed, oh, since he's successful and he's talented, he can do that. He can slack. And then during the next meet, during the next uh, wrestling match, he watched his mentor get absolutely destroyed like he was a little girl and he was just pinned so easily and so what that taught Russell was that if you want something if you want or what that taught Russell was that he chose the wrong mentor and if he wants something his mentor should be someone who has already achieved it So he chose a new mentor who was a three-time state champion that went to his school and he did everything that person, that mentor did. And then uh, two years later, Russell went on to become a state champion. And then one year after that, all American. And his, the whole lesson learned is if you want something, copy If you want something, if you want to achieve something, copy everything that, or let me rephrase. If you want something and you want to achieve something, find somebody who has already achieved that thing and just copy everything that they do. That's, there's two points. Find someone who's already achieved that. That's the first point. And then the second point is to copy them exactly how they do it and copy everything they do, their work ethic, their mindset, everything. And so he said that it's a, it's kind of a, like a law of nature. If you do that, then eventually you will succeed. It's just impossible otherwise. And I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to remember what I'm trying to connect this to because I said something a little bit back, a little bit further back, and that brought up this story. Oh, yeah. I I think I was talking about how I was going to study right after this recording. I was going to figure out the, what the monks do and what the Buddhists do for their meditation and to clear their minds. And the reason why I chose that is because it satisfies both desire to both. It satisfies the first thing they already have achieved a clear mind. What I'm trying to, I want something. And that thing is a clear mind and vigilant mind, conscious awareness. 
So I'm trying to find someone who's already achieved that, who is like the Buddha, monks, all those people. And then once I figure out what they are doing, I just have to copy it and then I'll get it. So it's just as simple as that. And that's what I plan on doing it right after this, while this episode is editing and uploading. So to wrap things up, don't forget to download download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, make sure to remember the Eagles.